Hello everyone and welcome to a very special episode of the First and Ten podcast. Um, we have been challenged by the podcast fairies at First and Ten to come up with a draft for the first, a mock draft for the first round. So um, how are we going to do this? We're going to take it in turns, um, this myself and James here, and we're going to take it in turns and um, go through it all 32 turns basically. We've got James is having the odds numbers picks, and I've chosen the I've gone for the even number picks. And basically, said just going to go through the list. Uh, 32, 32 teams. Uh, there's a few trades that have been made. We're going to we've decided to not go for any trades ourselves, so there'll be no trading forward or backwards. Um, I think on draft night there might be a few trades here and there with teams but I can't see an over amount it's a few already been made by teams um, so let's get this going who have you got Bengals on the clock who have you got with the first pick uh, hi everyone hi Ryan um, firstly I'd, I'd be listening to trades maybe if I was um, Bengals I wouldn't trade any lower than sort of uh, three or four um but I can't see anyone willing as, as a draft capital to sort of trade up to that level. Um, so with the first pick of the 2020 NFL draft, the Cincinnati Bengals select Joe Burrow, quarterback out of uh, LSU. Um, I think it's one of the easiest picks to do in the draft. There's been rumours that Burrow's not that keen on joining Bengals, uh, but I don't think he's going to pulling Eli Manning or anything. Um, you know, he's had one of the best sort of one-year turnarounds ever. One of the best or the best uh, college season by quarterback. Um, his, like, football IQ and other intangibles, his leadership, uh, really strong, which uh, is exactly what the Bengals need. Um, yeah, I think it's a no-brainer. Um, the only other option might have been Tua, but with his injury sort of history, I don't think they can um, take the risk on that. So, um, yeah, Joe Burrow to the Bengals. No surprises so far. No surprises there. Um, yeah, if they was to trade out, I can't see. I, I couldn't see it happening myself. Um, you wouldn't want to go a lot further than three or four or three. Well, you want to go much further than Dolphins, really. I suppose they've got the capital to make the trade, I think. Yeah. But I can't see... I can't see there'd be too many teams above the, the Dolphins for them to worry about their quarterback falling into their lap. And there's not many two teams below them, I don't think, with enough capital to offer as bait. Yeah, it's only really the Dolphins that could afford it, and I don't think they... I think they'll happily sit at five. Yeah, no... Not much to argue about with that pick. Um, so that leaves me with number two, which is the Washington Redskins. Um, really? Ooh, there's a lot of excitement over this pick. Um, with yourself, I've not a lot of surprises here. I've gone for Chase Young. Um, there's been, a, again, again, there's been a lot of talks about us trading out of the number two pick. Um, possibly with Miami. I wouldn't personally don't overthink it um, just pick the best player available um, there's a, a lot of 
a lot of the big boards is the number one player in the draft is the best. The only reason the Bengals have gone for Joe Burrow is because they need a quarterback. Um, if you need anything of what Chase Young can offer the Redskins, just go watch his highlights and read his stats, and you'll see what a great player he is. He can, he's fast, he's strong, he's got great technique. Um, and I think he could have the same kind of effects for this team as Nick Bosa had for the 49ers last year. Because um, we've already got an okay... He didn't perform last year, but we've got the, some pieces in our defence already. We might just need an extra one to make it that elite attack or defence that it could be. So, yeah, Chase Young, Washington Redskins, number two. Love that pick. Um, yeah, I I was thinking about maybe going real sort of left field and if I was the Bengals, I would be having a look at him at number one pick. Um, but they need, they need that quarterback. Yeah, they need the quarterback. Uh, yeah, amazing pick for the Redskins. Like a generational talent. Um, his draft grade from some players... Uh, sorry, some analysts are saying like they've not drafted anyone that high in like seven, eight years. So, yeah, I think easy pick. Um, so on to the Detroit Lions um, with the third pick of the 2020 NFL draft. Uh, the Detroit Lions uh, keep it with Ohio State and pick uh, Jeff Okuda, cornerback. Um, I just think elite corners, quarterbacks and pass rushers, uh, you know, that's what you want. Uh I think their linebackers are okay. Simmons might be a discussion here, but uh, just go with the um, Ohio State cornerback. Um, I think Ohio State have had 10 cornerbacks uh, go in the first round uh, since 1999. So, you know, it's, it is the cornerback uh, college. They're, they're normally pretty good as well. So um, quite a straightforward pick. I think, you know, instant starter. Uh, potential pro bowler. Uh, yeah, another straight, straightforward pick without m- many shocks. Considering they got they got rid of uh, Slay in the off season or lost him to free agency, or did it was he free agency or they traded him away? Either or, I can't remember. Um, he perfect place person to come in and just replace him straight away. I don't think there is any downgrade there whatsoever. I think he's even just as good, even better. I'd imagine. Yeah, I think he'll be a franchise player. So yeah, someone, um, someone who can they can play and a down site cheaper than Slay would have been. So can maybe look at other positions in their team coming up. I know Matt yeah, Stafford's got a nice big size and speed as well for the position. Yeah, he's just ideal for the position. Uh, yeah, real prospect. Alright, so I move down to the New York Giants at number four. And boo. I've picked, yeah, boo. Uh, <laughs> I've gone for Simmons, uh, linebacker from Clemson. Uh, in my opinion, he's the second best defensive player in the draft. Uh, total to Simon off player, can play anywhere in the back. Um, he's got him down as a linebacker, but that's that's just a guess, I think. That's what he'd done in the combine. Um, he's very, very, very fast. Uh, his coverage is next level. His tackling is immense. Um, just brilliant. I'd, I'd have, there's talks about 
Washington taking him at number two, and I wouldn't be, although it's odds are, if Chase Young goes at one, I'd be very happy with taking Simmons at number two. Any thoughts? Yeah, he's a freak. He's like, the speed for guy of size is unbelievable. You can match him up at tight ends. Uh, he can go after the passer. He, yeah, he's got everything for the modern sort of hybrid linebacker, safety, whatever we're calling these guys now. Yeah, he's a great piece to have. Uh, annoyingly for the Giants, who will really help their defense out. Uh, so sadly, they're going to get a good player at four, and yeah, they've got a really good player here. Um, moving on to the Dolphins, who've got so many picks in this um, uh, NFL draft. Um, I think the Dolphins will be considering uh, possibly trading up if uh, if one of the teams below them get on the phone and start going after the quarterbacks. They might have to react. Uh, but here, you know, it's worked out well for them. They can sit at five. Uh, and with the fifth pick of the 2020 NFL draft, the Miami Dolphins take Tua Tagovailoa, uh, quarterback Miami, from Alabama. Yeah, <laughs> that's why he didn't take him in the top four. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was, I was just going to go with him. Tua. Um, yeah, I think it was tank for Tua all year. He was by far and away sort of the best quarterback prospect going into the year. Sort of Joe Burrow really exploded in the scene, but two is at his level when he's healthy. Uh, the only reason he's not number one pick is because of his health. But I think Miami will have some reservations about his availability, but just God, the way he throws the ball, uh, his movement, you see the success of like uh, Lamar Jackson and Mahomes and so that's how quarterback plays going and yeah uh, Tag of Viola uh, is going to be if he stays healthy he might uh, he's yeah he's going to be really exciting to watch for Miami um, I think they've still got Fitzmagic there have they at Miami so he might even be able to sit for a year while he gets sort of healthy if not if he is healthy, he can go in and sort of start straight away, even with this sort of weird shorter off season they're going to have. Yeah, he's just absolutely amazing player to watch. I watched quite a few Alabama games on uh, college at the start of the year. And, yeah, he's really good fun. Um, he has been pigeonholed maybe as like a spread or RPO quarterback, but that, you know, <laughs> so where the um, <laughs> Baltimore Ravens worked right for them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think is yeah, so easy pick, easy no pick for Dolphins. Really, they yeah. got plenty of other picks to fill other holes. Yeah, get the quarterback. And talking of quarterbacks, I've got the Chargers, and I've chosen um, Herbert, the quarterback from Oregon. Um, I know they've got Tyrod Taylor, but I think this is just too good an opportunity to miss for them. Um, there was, there's rumours going around that the Dolphins aren't quite sold on Tua and they might take Herbert above him. And either way, that works out well for the Dolph- uh, for the Chargers, I should say. But Herbert is he's very clever, very athletic. A uh, good arm can make all the throws. And uh, yeah, basically, he's just the next best quarterback available. 
for them. And they need to move into a new stadium. They need someone to hold it, hang their hat on. Um, they need a face and move into a new stadium with a new thrower, new play caller. It's the way forward, I think. So, yeah, uh, number six just, is Justin Herbert to the, from Oregon. Yeah, I think he's got uh, bust potential, but I also think he could he could uh, have quite a high ceiling as well in the pros. So, yeah, I think that's a decent pick for the Chargers at six. They can have a look. Um, you know, quarterbacks are going, yeah, top two are gone. They haven't had to trade up to get one. Um, maybe they might trade ahead of try and trade ahead of the Dolphins, but if they stay at six, yeah, I can see them. They haven't got a lot of ammunition sense. to trade away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, looks yeah, looks like a solid pick for them there. Um, uh, moving on to Carolina um, with the seventh pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Carolina Panthers select uh, Derek Brown, defensive tackle out of uh, Auburn. Um, see, Panthers could opt to draft an offensive lineman here, uh, but instead I think they're going to draft best, tack- best defensive tackle in the draft. Um, Brown's stock has sort of been up and down during the season. Um the point where you know some people are saying he might not even be the first defensive tackle selected, but I think he's um, yeah the best defensive tackle in the draft, as I said. And Panthers are going to choose him. It was either him or Kinko, um, yeah. And I've, I've gone um, Derek Brown. I think he's a real sort of game wrecker at tackle. Um, yeah, he's going to cause a lot of problems uh, for offensive lines. He's an absolute mach- machine. He can um, he can move. For someone his size, I think it's a solid pick for them. Uh, number seven. Yep, I can I can see that. Oh. The only other need that I've got down for the Panthers is quarterback. But I, I think that all of the decent-ish quarterbacks have have been taken in this draft. And if they was to go their quarterback now, it'd be a bit uh, too much of a reach. I think, considering where yeah. they are. So yeah, yeah. Take, take the best defensive player on the board. Let... Brown, it makes sense. Total sense. Right. Uh, pick number eight, uh, uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Um, I've gone for Henry Ruggs the third, um, the wide receiver from Alabama. Now bear with me for a moment. <laughs> He's <laughs> just imagine. Ruggs, Hopkins and Fitzgerald lined up all playing at the same time with Colin Murray behind them throwing that are just electrify electrify you know okay the defence may not be the best but if you're scoring 30 40 points a game you don't need defence to be the best you're going to win games um, Ruggs is stupidly fast he ran a, the 40 in 4.27 which is really quick really really quick um, and I can just imagine Cliff Kingsbury doing this making this decision um, he played a lot of plays in college with four wide receivers so it would just make sense that he would do that stepping up to the pros um, so Henry Ruggs the third going to the Arizona Cardinals 
Yeah, I like that pick for cards. Uh, might be a bit controversial with Lamb and Judy on there. Uh, we'll wait and see, but it's a, it's a good fit. It's a good fit for Ruggs. Um, yeah, good luck to him. Right. Who are we on now? We are on... Uh, the, uh, Jags. The, the Jags. Right, so we're with pick number nine. Uh, Jags have gone... Uh, I'll go an offensive line, so they're going to take... Uh, Tristan Wirfs, uh offensive tackle from Iowa. Um, they need offensive line help, big time. I think he's the best uh, sort of lineman uh, going. Is is a draft with a lot of good linemen, um, but I think yeah, just take their pick of uh, whatever lineman they want. I've gone Tristan Wirfs. I think he's solid. Um, yeah, he's. Yeah, he's going to be, you know, in some plug-in and play. Um, he, yeah, he's going to be instant starter, either right tackle or guard. He's going to help protect uh, Minshew there or, you know, uh, no spoilers, but whoever else they're playing at quarterback uh, <laughs> next season. <laughs> yeah, the Jags might have something to say about that with their 20th pick. <laughs> <laughs> So you've taken the first offensive line or offensive tackle off the board with Tristan Wiss. I'm going uh, number ten is the Cleveland Browns, and I've gone for Michael Beckton from Louisville. Um, Twenty years old, so really young. Um, I'm not sure how many years he had in college. Um, should we have looked it up? Um, but he could be the left tackle in Cleveland for years and years to come. He's he's a immense. Uh, he's a rare talent. Um, he's a bigger bloke as well. Six foot seven and three hundred and sixty four pounds. He weighed in at his combine. Um, that's a big, big fella. Um, great skill. Um, he's I have to say, he was the number one tackle when I was looking at him. Um, and he just, yeah, just overwhelms defenders with his strength. He can do everything, I think, depending. And just looking after Baker Mayfield for the next foreseeable future. Making sure his blind side is well protected. Yeah, uh, offensive linemen aren't sexy picks, but they're normally pretty useful. you got to go for them. Um, Here's uh, an interesting pick. I think um, the um, who we got Jets. Jets are delighted that um, you took rugs. Cardinals took rugs at eight. So with the eleventh pick in the twenty twenty NFL draft, the New York Jets select CD Lamb, uh, wide receiver, Oklahoma. Um, so I feel like the sort you got Jerry Judy there, obviously was going wide receiver. I think the debate between who's going to be better out of sort of Lamb and Judy is going to go on for sort of 10 years. Like, um, it's going to depend on offense and whatnot, but I prefer Lamb slightly at this point. Um, he's not the fastest guy on the board like Ruggs. Uh, unlike, yeah, like Ruggs, who's lightning, but he's absolute beast once he's got the ball in his hands. Um, he's, yeah, 
he's the kind of guy that can become an instant sort of favourite in New York. A uh, good weapon for Sam Darnold at quarterback. Um, yeah, I think it's quite an easy pick for the Jets. They need wide receiver help. They've got a really good wide receiver there in um, CD Lamb. Nice. As you said, I, I think Lamb, Judy and Ruggs, I think they're all in the same kind of group. They're all interchangeable, I think. I, I don't think there's a lot between it, the three of them, personally. Um, and with that, I've got twelve. pick number 12. And the Las Vegas Raiders, I nearly said Oakland then. Um, and I picked Jerry Judy, the wide receiver from Alabama. Um in my eyes, he's the best route runner in the class. Uh, he creates separation from the off, and you just can't catch up with him. He's, once he's made that little gap between us, he's gone. Um, the Raiders lost that last year with um, to making a trade for Antonio Brown, and they had to get rid of him due to all of his off-the-field shenanigans. Um, it just makes sense that it was clearly that's the sort of player that John Gruden was after, and it would just be great—a great name for Vegas to bring into the new era. No, Las Vegas It'd be a nice, sexy name for them to have. Yeah, perfect. They needed wide receiver help since they sort of traded away um, Amari Cooper a few years back. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, once Lamb and Ruggs come off the board, it's easy choice for to get Judy there. Uh, might, some people might have him as their top wide receiver, but I guess it's all about fits, systems and fits, and I think that's what we tried to go for. Um, cool. So with the 13th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, uh, the San Francisco 49ers select uh, Javen Kinlaw, defensive tackle, South Carolina. Um, so I was looking to grab... Uh, receiver in this spot, but um, I didn't want to overspend for one with sort of, yeah, Ruggs, Lamb and Judy all now gone. Um, yeah, the 49ers would need to trade up ahead of the Jets if they want a real shot at getting sort of one of those three. Um, it wouldn't have been easy for them trading away DeForest Buckner this season, but uh, the best way for them to get over it is to fill it with this six foot five, 324 pounds, yeah, Javon Kinlaw. Um, I, he was in the discussion when I was drafting Derek Brown up at seven, so 49ers would be delighted to get him at um, 13. You put him in there with Bozer and company. What you know, he's going to be, he's going to be a decent player. Um, yeah, could become Pro Bowler in sort of no time. Uh, also, yeah, the draft's pretty deep at receiver, um, and the 49ers have got the 31st overall pick, so. Uh, uh, let's see what happens there. Nice, nice and solid. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you that once the three receivers have gone off the board, you don't want to. Especially with the 49ers, they haven't got. They've got two in the first round, two picks in the first round, but they don't have many picks after that. So you have they have to make them count. They can't be trading up to I don't think trading up to get one of the top three wide receivers considering that they have many picks to start off with yeah and as I say it is deep at wide receiver this draft class yeah Um, so with pick number 14 um, we're racing through this I've got Tom Brady's 
Buccaneers. I think they're changing their name. I think. I think they're going to be known <laughs> as Tom Brady's Buccaneers. Um, so weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be weird this year not seeing him in a Patriots uniform. It's. It's, I wonder what people are going to do with all their Patriots. I wonder if they're going to swap because I see a lot of Pats fans kicking around, and I wonder with Brady tops. I wonder if they're going to move. Anyway, um, so the Bucks, I've I've gone offensive tackle and Dredrick uh, Wills is it Dredrick? I can't pronounce his first name. Um, the offensive tackle from Alabama. Uh, in my opinion, he's got the best technique out of the four offensive tackles that have gone off the board. Um, or the four big offensive tackles, I should say. Sorry. Um, but he's probably the most pro-ready out of the four. He hasn't got as big as upside, but you can put him in from day dot and he's, he'll be ready to go. Um, which, is, If you're picking this high, that's the bare minimum, I think. That's what you want. If you want to be able to put me in straight away. Um, great pass protection and devastating run blocker. And as we all know, Tom Brady's not a spring chicken. Uh, he's not the quickest of players. He's going to need someone looking after him, uh, making sure that he doesn't get attacked by the violent edge rushers uh, coming towards him. So that's pick 14. Uh, Dreadwick Wills to the Tom Brady Buccaneers. Yeah, you got to protect Brady, old man Brady. Be a nightmare if he got, you know, a couple of hits from him and he was missing games. Especially paying him thirty odd million a year, thirty million. Yeah, a year. yeah. Nice work, nice work. If you can get it. Um, it must be cool. hard being him. I know this is off topic, but it must be. I'm you know, living in Florida and getting paid thirty million a year and going home just to sell. Must be hard life, mustn't it? <laughs> Nice little retirement. <laughs> I think yeah, he's, he's, I think he's going to go down. He's going to want to win. Try and prove it wasn't sort of. It's always going to have the debate. Was it Belichick or Brady or? I was listening to something and it's Brady. I think it was in the Howard Stern's show. He was saying it's a chicken and the egg. It was both of them together. It was like the perfect storm. It was, you know, Belichick wouldn't be who he would be without Tom Brady, and Tom Brady wouldn't be who he'd be without Belichick. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Um, right, so the 15th pick, approaching halfway here, the Denver Broncos select C.J. Henderson, uh, cornerback out of Florida. Um, some people have him as the best cornerback in the draft ahead of uh, Cuda. so to get him at 15, that's uh, amazing value. Um, year one, quality starter, he's going to be, yeah, plug in and play. Just really helps out the Broncos secondary. Um, yeah, he was brilliant for the Gators. Um, I, yeah, it just seems an easy pick to me. They need help in the secondary. Uh, yeah, and they get the second best cornerback. Amazing size. Um, won a four three nine. Yeah, he can sort of cover all the routes. Easy pick for uh, Broncos. I think they sprint up there for CJ Henderson. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, so, halfway point, pick 16. I've got the Atlanta Falcons and a terrible new uniform. Um, and they're grabbing AJ Epenza. Is it Epenza? 
the yeah. Edge from Iowa. Um, got great blend of size and power. Massive wingspan. Um, once he gets his hands on you, that's it. You've got. Um, and he can play off the edge. He can play in, just inside as well. I think it's a nice little solid pick for the Falcons. I think they've done all right here. I had him down taking a running back, but I think this is a bit too strong. At the moment, I think pick 16 is a little bit too high for a running back. Yeah, he's a good pass rusher. It's a solid pick. Like middle of the first round. Mm. Um, now, with the 17th pick in the 2020 NFL draft, uh, the Dallas Cowboys mm. uh, select Clayvon Chess on edge of LSU. Um, nice. So I was tempted to draft a punter here for uh, Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'd be keep having one a long stepper. Yeah, <laughs> um, I didn't know. I think Cowboy fans will like this pick. Um, cornerback was an obvious need, but um, Henderson just went to Denver at fifteen. Uh, we could have taken Jalen Johnson, but after sort of Cowboys losing Bobby Quinn this off season, pass rusher, it's quite a big need for their defense. Um, Chess on, uh, yeah, he can come make an immediate impact off the edge. Uh, annoyingly, the Cowboys have made some uh, great picks on the defense in the draft over recent years. So, um, got guys like Leighton Van Der Esch, Xavier Woods, uh, Jadobi Awuzie. I think Chesson just fits in quite nicely with those guys. Annoyingly, really nice pick. Uh, Makes sense. Sadly, our rivals have got quite good players in this. Yeah, <laughs> it's job. not good, is it? <laughs> Yeah, that makes makes sense. But first team on the board with two picks. I've got the second the Miami Dolphin pick at pick eighteen, uh, and with that I've chosen Andrew Thomas, the offensive tackle from Georgia. Um, ter- uh, terrific athlete and great balance. Uh, he's six foot five and three twenty pounds, and he's got very good size. And for his position, um, once he's planted, you're not moving him. Uh, he, he he deals with the when the edge rusher is countering has made their first move and they counter their second move. He he changes he counters with ease due to his flexibility and foot speed. Uh, I think and just think getting Tua with their first pick that they want. Or need someone new to look after him at the back, and I've gone for Andrew Thomas. Yeah, really solid player. Uh, some people I've seen him drafted as the first tackle off the board or quite high up on there. So um, yeah, really deep tackle class, and yeah, why not grab a nice one in the first round if you're the Dolphins? And he got 200 picks during this draft. <laughs> I'm sure they've got. I'm ready to, I've got I've got twenty odd in the next couple of years. Yeah, it's crazy. They yeah. they should be competing with that amount of sort of draft capital. If it's not this year, definitely next year. Yeah. Definitely. Um. 
So the 19th pick uh, in the 2020 NFL draft, the Las Vegas Raiders select Jalen Johnson, cornerback Utah. Um, so the Raiders already got their receiver, getting Judy at 12, uh, which is selected for them. So I think they needed to upgrade their secondary. Johnson's uh, the best corner on the board remaining. Um, saw a bit of Utah. He, he looked really good. He can play outside or in the slot. And he's going to be a start at day one, uh, wherever they play him there. Um, that's exactly what uh, they need in, in Vegas. So, yeah, two instant starters on their team from round one. Yeah, it makes, makes sense. Makes sense to get two starters straight in. Two picks in the first round. Done. Um, you've got a new look on your team there. Player of each side of the ball. Nice, nice work. Um, so I've got the 20th pick, and thanks to trading away Jalen Ramsey to the LA Rams, uh, the Jags are back on the board, and they've they've gone for Love, uh, Juicy Jordan Love, uh, the quarterback from Utah. Um, cause I, myself, I, I'm making the choice here I'm not sold on the moustache um, so I'd be looking to replace him myself um, and why not with the best quarterback left to grab um, in 2018 he was brilliant he had 32 touchdowns and 6 interceptions and then Utah changed their coach and he had 2019 was 20 touchdowns and 17 interceptions so I think that was down to the coaching change um, so he's got it in him he's got the player in it uh, good size for quarterback um, at 6'4 uh, good at extending plays with his feet um, very good accuracy when outside the pocket but likes to stay in the pocket if that's all possible uh, and good at keeping his eyes down the field with everything going on around him he he keeps his eyes forward which is what you need from a quarterback you need to be looking um, not worrying so much about what's going on around you I don't think you need to be looking at where you're getting rid of the ball um, so yeah pick 20 uh, um, Herbert uh, love to the Jacks I'm a I'm a fan of the Tash, so I don't know. I wouldn't have gone quarterback maybe this high, but I can see. Yeah, he needs to prove himself this year. Uh, yeah, maybe the Jags just want that extra sort of cover. He was quite a low round pick, wasn't he, Minshew? So a bit of a success story. But... Having two young quarterbacks and their rookie contracts could help him in other positions. Could help him spend in other areas. Yeah, I can see that. Um, cool. Uh, so now the, the last of the NFC slot. Um, and with the 21st pick in the 2020 NFL draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select mm. Justin Jefferson. <laughs> Justin Jefferson, wide receiver from LSU. Um, I think the Eagles avoid temptation to jump up when some of these uh, receivers start flying off the board. Um in yeah, sort of 11, 12, 13, they all sort of coming off. But uh, if they, you know, they can sit back here, wait for their guy, 
Jefferson's a player I like. Um, although I nearly went for T. Higgins, who's also a very good wide receiver. That's it. such a deep class at wide receiver. Uh, a lot of starters there. Um, yeah, I think uh, Jefferson's brilliant at route running. He's uh, been in that LSU offense with Burrow and um, offensive coordinator Joe Brady. Um, so he's NFL ready. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him end up as sort of the top rookie receiver given the team he's going to be on uh, walking in here. I think Eagles are they're a decent team, uh, good quarterback play. So I think he's one for the they need sort of a wide dynasty. receiver. Think yeah, they're desperate for wide receivers. I think he's one for the um, dynasty draft leagues as well. If you uh, have a yeah. dynasty team and your next your rookie draft coming up, have a look at Jefferson. I have to admit that was. I was hoping you wouldn't go him. I I wanted him for my next pick. Uh, so with number twenty-two, I've got the Minnesota Vikings. Um, but they've got from the trade with Buffalo. For Stefan Dix, and I've chosen uh, Gross Matos, uh, defensive edge. Um, good size and athleticism. Um, once he gets going, he's hard to stop. He's got brilliant hands and a great combination of speed and power. Um, it's I don't think it's apart from wide receiver, which I was going to take Jefferson. But I, I don't think there's a massive amount of needs for the Vikings. I think that they they look all right, personally. Um, so yeah, gross. I think they could use the help on defense. You can never have too many decent edge rushers, and I've chosen Gross Messos. Yeah, another yeah decent edge rusher. Um, not too many of them. Uh, uh, okay, on to everyone's favourites, the New England Patriots. <laughs> With the 23rd pick, the NFL Brady draft. Less. Yeah, maybe they're all Bucks fans now, but yeah, Xavier McKinney. Yeah. <laughs> um, is safety from Alabama. I think they they take the Alabama safety. Um, he's got like awesome combination of like um, freakish athleticism. Field awareness, versatility, really high football IQ, which Belichick's going to love. Um, he spent time equally at slot, um, free safety and in the box. Uh, he's accomplished in all of those. Uh, yeah, he's fast as hell. He's going to be really coveted for yeah any team sort of looking to upgrade and diverse diversify their sub packages. Um, yeah, he can sit in the centre of the field all day. He's yeah, can play anywhere. He's like yeah, new breed, of versatile sort of match-up safety, uh, high upside as an early starter. Just he seems like a Belichick player. I think Belichick can do a lot of him. Uh, I've got him as my I thought first he's one of the better players left on the board. So yeah, I've got him as my first safety off the board. Yeah, yeah, he's as you said. He's when you watch him play, it's scary what he does and how hard he hits and it's just a shame for him it's safety isn't as sexy as position he he doesn't get as much notice as what I think he deserves 
Alright, um, with the 24th pick, we're racing through this now, uh, I've, we've got the New Orleans Saints, and I've gone for Trayvon Diggs from Alabama, and the, the cornerback. Um, <coughs> pardon me. Uh, he played both man and son very well, so he's very versatile. Um, he's quite big for a cornerback. Um, it's hard to hard, hard to outmuscle him. He's quite six two. He when he was at college, he played against the big wide receivers a lot, and he they very rarely, very very rarely beat him. He'd play up against the big number one guy most of the time. Um, good length, but so better in zone, but he's very disruptive when he main coverage. Um, so yeah, Trayvon Dix, the 20th pick. So New Orleans. Okay, and move on to the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Uh, and they're going to take with a 25th pick. Uh, Lamar Jackson. No, not that one. The <laughs> cornerback from Nebraska. Um, Austin Jackson. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think he's just going to, yeah, solid corner. As I said, the Vikings need uh, need help on defence and secondary. Um, seems like a straightforward pick. Um, yeah, he's got, yeah, red cornerback size, length to match, five interceptions uh, the last couple of years. Um yeah, he's really big for cornerback, but he's got sort of yeah decent hips and footwork. Um, any sort of fifty-fifty balls, he's got big advantage due to his size. Um, yeah, I think he he's going to help out help out their second cool. secondary straighter one. Nice pick. Um, so move on to the twenty-sixth pick, and it's another one for Miami. Um, and yeah, another one from Miami, and they're, they're going to address safety now. Uh, and go for Wilf, uh, Winfrey Jr. And for the Minnesota safety, uh, play, he's off the charts. I think uh, if if McKinney wasn't there, it would easily be. I think they're very similar players. Uh, I, I I think. <clears throat> if McKinney was in there, it, it should be nailed on as the best safety in, in the market, I think. Um, extraordinary playmaker. Uh, in his college career, he's got nine interceptions, two false fumbles, uh, four recoveries, four sacks, and three touchdown returns, which is pretty remarkable for someone that plays that far back. Um, great at reading pre-snaps, so... He knows what the opposition are doing. He he can tell what their plays are. Yeah, which means he's quite he's clever as well. Um, he's quick. He's a great tackler. Just brilliant, brilliant player. So Miami, uh, Winfield Junior. Or Winfield. Sorry. 
Okay, and the Seahawks with the 27th pick in the NFL draft select Zach Bourne, Bourne or Bound linebacker uh, from Wisconsin. Um, 6'2", 238 pounds, runs a 4'6", 40-yard dash. He's really decent athlete, explosive uh, speed. Um, yeah, he had a really good game against Ohio State, which I like players who can sort of perform uh, on the big stage there. Um, yeah, really good pass rusher, best pass rusher left available. Um, I think yeah, Seahawks need help uh, with rushing the quarterback. You know, with Clowney not yet signed yet, so uh, they go for Zach Baum, uh, the linebacker. Nice, nice and solid. I do have to admit, um, I was using the Pro Football Network's draft mock draft simulator, so I could tell who was taken and who was wasn't, and I had to scroll down quite a, a ways. I think he was. Like 50 from their big board, so I had to scroll scroll down a bit to find him. But no, I like him. I think he's got sort of yeah rare speed for that um, sort of passing permission, uh, pass rushing position. Yeah, all I you, like him. Oh yeah, all you mentioned. It sounds he sounds good. He's one to one for me to watch his highlights of. I'm sure they must be able to get him on YouTube. Um, yeah, he's not guaranteed, but like I just think his ceiling is really high, really potentially really high. very high. Now, with the 28th pick, I've got the Baltimore Ravens, and I've chosen Patrick Queen, the linebacker from LSU. Um, great football IQ, and quick play equals quick play recognition he knows again just like uh, Winfield Jr he knows what the opposition are going to do so he can get in the right position um, he's athletic and he so, great um, sideways explosion so he, he's quick off the mark and he can move side to side to get the blocks on um, he's a front attacker with very good technique I just think that it's a great pick. You can never. Well, they need. If they've got good quarterback. Their running back is all sorted. Their tight end sorted. So that side of the ball is taking care of itself in my eyes. They need to help on the defensive side. Uh, linebacker. Give it a go in the first round. So, uh, Patrick Queen, linebacker from LSU. Cool. Uh, with the 29th pick, uh, the Tennessee Titans take um, best remaining tackle on the board, Josh Jones from Houston. Uh, another monster. Like the sizes of these guys are ridiculous. Six foot five, 319 pounds. Uh, he's got decent work. He'd be drafted a lot higher, I think, in other drafts. But like the tackle position is so deep this year. He's yeah. He's a developmental prospect, potentially. That's why he's sort of down at five, but he's got all the... He's got the frame you need. Uh, he, he can get even bigger, uh, get even more weight behind that. He's, yeah, above-average athlete. Great bend in his hips, which is, like, super important on the on the line scrimmage there. Um, yeah, I think he's... Just a really sort of exciting prospect who, yeah, Titans pick up. 
uh, bottom of the first, I'm very happy with. He might not start year one, uh, but yeah, I think by year two he's, he's going to be a starting starting tackle. Nice, nice. Again, another one with really high upside uh, potentially, and a young guy who can, um, yeah, go in and compete in that, that tackle position. Pick number thirty. Uh, Green, Bay, Green Bay Packers. I've chosen the first running back off the board, Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin. Um, just a total beast. In his first 27 games, he ran for 4,171 yards, which is pretty awesome. Um, typical downhill runner. Um, he sees the gap, and he runs through it. You know, um, don't give him... He's hard to... You can't get hold of him. He, he shrugs off the tackles like nobody's business. Um, great power, great speed. Just... I don't think that they can... Green Bay are going to... Can live with just Aaron Jones as their running back. I think they need help. I think that Jonathan Taylor is the best running back on the board. Right up there and hand just slipping. Yeah, um, quite low down for running backers compared to sort of recent years, but yeah, it, normally they're a top five pick, or they can yeah they can slip to the bottom of the first, early second rounders. Lastly, uh, I don't think there's any sort of um, Saquon Barkley or any prospect like that this year. But yeah, there's, there's no no one say his first one off, and he was pick number thirty. Um, so it shows you that there's it's not a running back that slaps you in the face for you to take notice of this year. Yeah, I like Taylor. I like Swift as well. There's yeah, yeah. there's a good there's yeah it's, there's decent running backs, but yeah, I think you can. It, I think it's so you easy. You can find for, good ones in the lower rounds, so people aren't going to overreach. Exactly, it's so easy to get a running back off. The, as the Redskins have proved in the last few years, it's you can get a running back off the streets. Uh, just plug in and play for a couple of games. You, you don't need to spend big picks on a unless they is your Zeke Elliott's or your Barclays, your top quality players that could be around forever. You don't need to spend high picks on them. Yeah, agreed. Um, cool. Uh, so with the 31st pick uh, in the draft, the San Francisco 49ers take T. Higgins, uh, wide receiver from Clemson. Um, I think he's another sort of top Receiving talent, big lad, six foot four. Um, he's got enough speed to to worry defenses deep. Um, yeah, he's really good going up and getting balls downfield. Uh, I think he's going to help out. Uh, the 49ers seem to have everything sorted on defense, like the best defense in football by a mile. So go and give Jimmy Jimmy G another rep, weapon. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. Scored a touchdown on 20% of his catches at Clemson, apparently. Um, That's quite some record. Yeah, he's played all three receiver spots, so you can line him up anywhere. Um, and he's going to, yeah, say the size six foot four, you can be used to create uh, mismatches against uh, shorter cornerbacks or shorter safety players lining up in the slot or whatever. Um, yeah, I think it's a really solid pick. It's a deep wide receiver class, but yeah, 
Nice. Take one here to get Jimmy G a weapon. Nice work. So that leaves me with the last pick of the first round of the NFL draft, and it falls to the Kansas City Chiefs. And with that pick, they are taking Christian Fulton, the cornerback from LSU. Well, they've got, as last year shows, that they don't need any help. I don't think they need any help on the front, at the front of the ball. They've got a quarterback for the next 10 years, 10, 15 years. Um, they've got their wide receiver sorted. They've probably got the best tight end in football at the moment. You argue between him and Kittle. It's, so, um, work on the back, have help on the back. Uh, they lost uh, Kendall Fuller to the skins. So, someone can come in and replace him. Um, Fulton, he's got great instincts, intelligence and toughness. He's pretty, pretty robust. Uh, he can turn and run very fast. So I know it sounds silly, but it's hard to. It's hard for if you're a receiver. It's hard, He's hard to get away from. He's he's very good at keeping the separation minimal, and with his size, with his arm strength, arm reach, he gets in there. He can back the ball away quite easily. Um, he faced the best wide receivers in college because he was at LSU. They play in the against the best teams. And over two years, he um, he had only 43% catches against him. So that's pretty low. Um, So yeah, I'd take Christian Fulton with the last pick for the first round. Solid draft. Yeah, Um, and that that makes up the first round. So just to run through it again, uh, we've got... Burrows at one, Young at two, Akuda at three, Simmons at four, Tua at five, Herbert at six, Brown at seven, Ruggs at eight, Wirfs at nine, Beckson at ten, Judy at uh, Lamb eleven, Judy at twelve, Kinglaw at thirteen, Wills at fourteen, CJ Henderson at fifteen, Penza at sixteen, um Chelson, uh, I can't, can't pronounce his name. Um, who did you take for the Cowboys? Sorry, Carlson. Uh, Chesson or Chason. Yeah. Andrew Thomas at 18. Uh, Johnson at 19. Love at 20. Jefferson 21. McKinney to the Vi- um, to the Viking. Uh, uh, Gross Matos to the Vikings. McKinney to the Patriots. Trevon Diggs to the Saints, Austin Jackson to the Vikings, Winfield Jr. to Miami, Braun to the Seahawks, Patrick Queen to the Ravens, Josh Jones to the Titans, Jeff, uh, Jonathan Taylor to the Packers, Higgins to the 49ers, and Fulton to the Chiefs. And that makes up 32, 32 teams. Uh, Who's your, out of that list, who's your favourite pick? Which one? Um, Going to keep it Redskins based. I just love Chase Young to the Redskins. Um, I know there's a lot of talk about uh, the Redskins trading down, but I think Chase can sort your team out for 10 years. I don't think you... Um, 
yeah, you don't pass that opportunity up. It would have to be for like five, five first rounders in them because the other team is going to get what they think is a generational quarterback, and you're giving up a generational yeah in- uh, pass rusher. So the only the only team with the ammunition to pull off that kind of trade, in my opinion, would be the Dolphins. And by the time you got to five, you'd miss out on Young, someone above you. Is unless I've I've done a few mock drafts where we get the haul from the Dolphins and we trade back up with the Lions to pick um, Young at three. But I don't see that happening. I, I don't see us having the balls to pull off that move. Yeah. Um, I, I totally agree with you. I think Chase Young, I, I know that it's easily said, but I, it, oh, I think he's possibly the best player in the, the draft. I, I think that Joe Burrow only goes above him because the Bengals need a quarterback. You know, they could they could take Young, but they haven't got anyone. The quarterback is your, is your team. There's a reason they get paid so much. Um, yeah, don't... Don't overthink it. Just do what's right. Pick Chase Young at number two. Redskins. Um, easily best player in the draft. In my opinion, that is the best pick. Yeah. Just looking back through the draft, I think I uh, bought the Vikings um, pick at 25, uh, Lamar Jackson. I think I was thinking of um, different cornerback. Uh, I'm sure Christian you... Fulton. Christian Fulton was the guy I was thinking of. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why up. I put Lamar Jackson down. That's what you took at 32. <laughs> I took you at 32. Oh, no. Anyway, the, yeah, the Vikings can overreach for uh, Lamar Jackson, who I do like as a player, but yeah, he's a uh, uh, seventh-round prospect, I think, isn't he? Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think they'll be taking him at, at twenty-five. Yeah, that's that two-hour nap this afternoon uh, after my roast is uh, <laughs> best best with my notes. <laughs> Sorry, Vikings fans. Uh, I've, I've got it here. No, um, we've done this on. The Twitter DMs. Uh, Vikings take Austin Jackson. Austin Jackson. You've got. I think he was already gone as well, wasn't he? Was he off the board? Or did I try to draft him? No, you drafted. Um, Vikings take Austin Jackson. Uh, OT. Yeah, that's who it was. Jesus, why have I put Lamar Jackson down? I had a nightmare there. That was the pick. That makes way more sense. Yeah, because he's got the same same surname, so. <laughs> Oh well, it's bad. That hasn't messed it up. <laughs> An much. absolute Western Superman there, but yeah, Austin Jackson is a great tackle. <laughs> much, makes much more sense for the bikes. Yes, <laughs> uh, he was. Yeah, he's a top twenty player, Austin Jackson. So it, it does make sense. I was reading through it. I was like, "Who the hell, Jackson? Have I got my names <laughs> <laughs> names mixed up?" It. I was like, his rating's quite low for the first rounder, but yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Austin Jacks. So that was our mock draft for round one. I hope you all had half as much fun listening as James and myself had recording it. 
any questions or comments about the selections, please don't hesitate to get into contact with us. We are at Skins Podcast UK on Twitter. Until next time, HTTR.